What's going on, guys? We're with Miss Caitlin Killian. I think you're going to start us off here with a song, right? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I'm actually about to release a... I just recorded a whole EP, so I figured I'd just share some of those songs with you guys this, mm -hmm. this evening. So this first one is called Golden Picture Frames, and I wrote it about my grandparents. I'm the youngest of 40 grandkids, so there's, wow. there's a whole, <laughs> whole slew of us. <laughs> Whoops. Once upon a time, two people fell in love in Medford, Oklahoma. Simple hello turned into, and it would be nice to get to know you. Under a red bud tree, she was still pretty green. He asked her to marry. It didn't take long, they started having kids, just babies having babies. Over 15 years, they ended up with 12, and I know that sounds crazy. And they say the youngest tells the story, and I'm the last grandkid. There's still a wild house at the end of Seventh South where your whole lot of life got lived. And I remember Christmas on a corduroy couch being all filled up with kids. All the faces in the photograph stories hanging up in the hallways. Memories don't fade away. I take them with me in my heart today. Golden picture frames Just like that hallway My heart is full Memory after memory Every Sunday dinner Every random get together Every birthday, every wedding And some of us have moved away Yeah, whole lot's changed But I still see it all I can still see there's a little white house the end of seventh south where a whole lot of life got lived and i remember christmas on that corduroy couch being all filled up with kids all the faces in the photograph stories hanging up in the hallways memories don't fade away I take them with me in my heart today Golden picture frames. If that old house that I once knew gets torn down or painted blue, I can always close my eyes and see a white house at the end of Seventh South where a whole lot of life got lived. Even they threw out that corduroy couch that was all filled up with kids. I still see the faces in the photographs hanging in the hallways. Cause memories don't fade away. They're right here with me in my heart today. In golden picture frames. Two 
people fell in love in Medford, Oklahoma. Awesome. Thank you. That was Thank awesome. you so much. Yeah. And that was Sorry, cool. I didn't even give you all time to set anything up. I just started singing. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we, we were all good. And that was called Golden Picture Frames, right? Yeah. Okay. And that's from the upcoming EP? Yep. That'll be coming out on this um, next upcoming EP. So. Do you know and, when you might drop that? Um, we're going to, we're hoping for April-ish. So okay. we're going to, so each song is going to be released as a single as we lead up to the full EP. So our first one that we're going to be dropping is going to be next month. Okay, sweet. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That's awesome. So, yeah. So where are you originally from? I'm originally from Medford. Medford, okay. And where is that from here? Is that? Um, that's like a, about an hour and 15 minutes just straight northwest of here. Okay. So sweet. straight up 35 and mm-hmm. off an exit about 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> how, how far is that from Enid? Um, straight, it's like straight north of Enid, about 35 minutes. Okay, so it's, yeah. it's, it's right around that area. Though. Yeah, grew up in, doing a lot of stuff in Enid. My mom works there, and it's like the main area that has a Walmart, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's how towns are judged, if they have a Walmart. Or yeah. Know, and is it yeah. a super center? Like, <laughs> in, the, in the town I was from, we had, a, we had the only Walmart uh, like it left, and yeah. it wasn't a, I don't even remember what they called it. It was just like it wasn't a neighborhood market. No, it wasn't a super center. It was like a OG Walmart. Really. Yes, we still yeah. have kind of one of those over in like Blackwell. That's the other Walmart we'd go to. Okay, like, it didn't have any like food, food, food produce or anything. Yeah, yeah. just like your necessities. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was like it. It was like a mini. I don't know. We had yeah. we had frozen we had frozen food. We had all kinds of dry food, um, but there wasn't no no fresh food. Yeah, like. There was clothes. Yeah, that's yeah. how it, that's okay. how it is there. Yeah, okay. yeah so, no so like fresh produce. One. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. all like granola bars and chips and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And then they had like, <laughs> I had automotive stuff there too. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, then they eventually closed down. Yeah. So the story I always heard was that Sam Walton used to fish at Uchi, and so he would go there. They had a big fishing section there too, and he would go there to get fishing tackle. And that's why they kept it open for so long. <laughs> why not just bring enough what what, what you need, Sam? Because he wants to go to his own store to get some, I guess. <laughs> he walks in there and still has to pay for it. Yeah. So so you've been pretty busy recently. I have, yeah. So you've been you've been on tour with Wyatt? I have, yeah. So how's that been? It's been so fun. Um unfortunately I got sick in the middle of one of our runs and I had to go home for a few days, but that kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> but I, so I missed a few towns, but for the most part, it's been amazing. It's been so fun. And it's cool too, because all those guys are like my brothers. And then you have Kinsey, his fiddle player, and yeah. I'm, yeah. she's just the sweetest thing. And so it's been a, it's been a pleasure to get to go and actually see the whole thing in big picture, yeah. you know? So, um, what's been the coolest venue you've played so far with them? I, that's hard for me because there's been a couple that like the, just the energy has just been insane. But, um, this like last week in Manhattan, my family all got to come out. And so that was really, that was really special to me. So, cause my granny was there 
my brothers got to finally come and watch me and my boyfriend finally got to come out and it was just all 40 grandkids were out there yeah <laughs> we had a bunch like my, some of my cousins came out and my friends and it was just it was really neat to let them see experience that with me and but I would have to say though overall the whole trip like the one that I feel most proud about was probably in Raleigh North Carolina really that was that was I can't even think of the name of the venue at the moment, but it was like a theater, a theater. Hmm. And, um, it was so fun. That was the first time I'd ever sang. And they were like singing the stuff back to me and they didn't even know the song. They would just like, listen to what I was saying. Yeah. You know, it was just yeah. a really cool crowd of people. So yeah. yeah, that was, that was probably my favorite so far. So have you known, have you known Wyatt growing up or was this just, did all this come about with, uh, oddly enough. So, it would have been, I'm pretty sure, in this room right here. Um, is there another room like this in this building? Yeah. Well, uh, there's, the, a, there's a bigger room. The so main it's not club the is, main club. This is like the side club, right? Yeah, this yeah. is Tremors right here. Okay. So in this room, Wyatt and I met in here, up on that stage. So oh, Really? Yeah. I was trying to figure what she was looking at. I was yeah. like, what's yeah, going on over there? that little stage. So we, there was like an event hosted here. And I haven't been in here in forever. It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been back in like 2020, I want to say. And we'd come out for, we were both a part of Oki Records. And we had just came in and did like a little writer's round. And he got put in my round with me. Hmm. And the night before, I actually played the tumbleweed. And he was at the show. And he said, like, whenever we got got here that next day to play the show he was just you know came up and introduced myself introduced himself to me he's like dude i was at your show last night you're <laughs> awesome i was like thanks man <laughs> you know and then we played the round and then after that i always make fun of him because he asked me for my autograph on the poster because we had our names you know yeah. on the same in the same yeah. group and so he <laughs> I signed his poster for him, and so I always gave him crap while we've been out on the road about it. I always tell everybody, you know, yeah. one time I signed my autograph for Wyatt Flores. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but um, we ended up joining the same management team, and we all moved out to Nashville together. So I got to kind of see it go from the, the ground up, and it's mm -hmm. been a really cool experience just getting to be a part of that. I'm really blessed to have an opportunity to watch somebody, you know, go from – the, the empty bars to on tour selling out venues is pretty cool. So yeah. Super neat experience. So, I, th I think that says a lot about. We were kind of talking about this the other day about Wyatt. You know the kind of person he is. He seems he seems like a genuinely good guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. From, he he is absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We we had him on back in May, mm -hmm. I think, mm -hmm. and he was super nice. But you know sometimes you meet people and they're super nice when you meet them and then they're. But, but I think, I mean, from what I've seen, Wyatt seems to be super nice yeah. through and through. He is absolutely one of the kindest people I've ever met. Just hands down, good-souled human being, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and he comes from great people. His parents, Shannon and Noe, are just absolutely amazing humans. Like, you know, while we've been going back and forth to Nashville and stuff, I've had to park my car over at their house a few times. And it's just, you know, it's just like... They're just sweet yeah. people. They're yeah. very welcoming, and they they just have that kind, you know, small town home hometown family sense about mm, them, and yeah. and that's kind of like that's why I think Wyatt and I are so close, just because we kind of come from that same background, you yeah. know. Yeah. 
you guys you guys get it i'm sure too yeah, yeah you know for sure. being from a small mm-hmm. small town and stuff so it's just it's it's been nice to have somebody with you know with me along my journey too just to have somebody that's like a brother that you can relate to and yeah. keeps you kind of grounded like where, where yeah. we're from and yeah, yeah. so so what inspires you like as a musician, as a songwriter, like is there someone in your large family that like you've kind of drew inspiration from or is it like an artist that you've met? I mean, so just like from the beginning, like what's made me inspired in music in general, <laughs> is that what you're saying? Like was it family yeah. oriented? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I was lucky enough, my cousin actually, she used to chase down the whole music dream herself and um, I remember as a kid going to her shows because she's a few years older than me and she would just um, play different small venues and stuff like just like I was wanting to do and that I've done and I still do sometimes yeah. you know um, and she got I got to watch that as a kid and that was just something that was super inspiring to me and her dad um, will still get together I actually just shot my first music video this last week really and I let him be the truck driver in the the video so I um I don't have a whole lot of people in my family that are music oriented or anything but my grandpa he also he used to be in a band and so between my cousin growing up playing music and my uncle and my grandpa I've just I've had a couple of people that have kind of been you know a small bit of inspiration but I've I've always just loved music so yeah Nobody in my immediate family, like my my mom and dad or brothers, yeah. like they're they're not music people. <laughs> so what happened where you flipped the switch and you were like, I'm gonna start doing this? Um, so I was, I don't, I've always loved it. Like even whenever I was a little kid, I remember the first time I ever got in a crowd of people, like sang in front of a crowd of people. I was probably like five for our Christmas program, and our music teacher just chose me to be able to go up on stage and sing. And after that, I, I feel like I did it almost every year. It's like they were kind of trying to instill it into me or something <laughs> like, you're going to do this. Um, and then when I was in high school, I wanted to sing for the veterans program and the Christmas program. So I did that. But I, I always wanted to learn how to play guitar. So my senior year of high school, I asked our history teacher to teach me how to play guitar. And so I'd go in every morning and he would kind of start teaching me a little bit. And I finally, I was using my brother's guitar, which was kind of ironic because he never played guitar. (laughs) Hey guys, we want to tell you a little bit about Deadwake Archery Innovations. They got all kinds of awesome stuff. They create their very own custom designed CNC milled bows and they do all kinds of uh, crazy colors with the anodization. And uh, you want to tell them a little bit more? Yeah, so it is a Oklahoma State graduate there. They're in Kansas, Oklahoma is where they're established. Uh, they do some great stuff. Great killing machines for the water, honestly. <laughs> and uh, just go, go check them out. Thank you so much for Dead Wake Archery Innovation for sponsoring this podcast. Hey guys, we want to give a huge shout out to our new sponsor, Red Earth Designs. They made all of these new t-shirts you're seeing. You can find those on social media if you go to our page, Guitars Cowboys Pod. You can click on that, message us, get a shirt, all that good stuff. They also made these awesome cups for us, guys. They do everything from screen printing, uh, vinyl, uh, laser etching. They will probably even give you a tattoo if you can give them enough time. <laughs> but go, go check out Phil there in Perry. Uh, great shop. Uh, we'll, we'll be looking to go there in, there in the future, give you guys kind of a, a lowdown on their, their background. So. Thank you so much to Red Earth Designs for sponsoring us. <laughs> but um, and then I finally got a guitar for myself, and... 
um, once I got to college, while I was in the dorm rooms, I remember the first week of school, I was sitting there playing the guitar, you know, I was still kind of trying to figure it out, wasn't very good, still could probably be better at it today, but, um, and they, I got a bunch of people would like come knock on my door and be like, wow, you're really good. Yeah. Play now, for us. Play for us. I had the whole, like the whole downstairs just coming in my room just like they were out in the hallway and everything one time and I was like wow maybe I could do something with this like I don't know this is kind of cool yeah I was like absolutely not no and then I started working at a steakhouse while I was in college I went to school at Northwestern Oklahoma State University in Alva and I was working at a steakhouse called Northern Chop House and we had entertainment come one night and my boss was like you have to go and sing with him and I said you guys are crazy I'm not doing that (laughs) And I ended up doing it. (laughs) And after that, he had me come out to a show with him. And I played, he said, learn 10 songs and you can come and play. And I was real hesitant because I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. You know, I just feel like that's probably not what my, you know, like I'm, I don't think I'll ever have the confidence, you know, to get out in front of a crowd and do something like that. But I did, I ended up doing it. And it was a local place that was close to my hometown and Palm Creek, Oklahoma. I don't know if you guys have heard of that before, I but think I so I went out and I played 10 songs. And then after that, I just started that bar offered me to come and start playing music there. So I started playing music there. And then one thing leads to another. If you're in the music industry, mm-hmm. you kind of learn, you know, it just takes one opportunity and then you just <clears throat> start getting a whole bunch of other opportunities. And so I just started playing at different venues around and I kind of got addicted to it and I just kind of took off with it. And after about a year of just playing different venues, I met my management and within a year I moved out to Nashville. (laughs) That's awesome. So it's been crazy. The rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. The rest is history. And I've just been doing it ever since I was still, I got into nursing school and I ended up dropping out of nursing school a couple times. (laughs) Yeah. And I finally decided to do it full time. So what did you go to to Northwest for? What was your major? I was going in for nursing for nursing. Yep. So I, I'd started, I actually didn't attend their program. I went to Enid's program, um, a couple of different times. And my, my advisor was the one that told me, cause I was, I remember crying to her on a zoom call one day and I was like, I don't know what to do. You know, I said, I'm bringing my guitar to class to go to rehearsal after we get done with our tests. And I said, I just feel like I'm so torn and I'm, I'm getting an opportunity. And I said, I just, I don't know what to do with it. I don't know if I should take it or not, but I ended up taking it and it's, she encouraged me to take it. Too, I think so. it's worked out so far. <laughs> it has. It's been so fun. It's, it's definitely been probably one of the most, um, unexpected experiences I should say in my life you know it's kind of funny how how life works out you think that you can make decisions and have hopes and dreams and expectations of things and it can change real fast so but it's been it's been really fun yeah you have a second song for us to play yeah so um I might have to do a little explaining before I play this one. That's totally fine. Um, <laughs> Good thing we're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Um, so actually, so within all that time of me being in nursing school and stuff and ma- finally making that big decision, I had lost one of my best friends in a tragic accident. 
and um, we were we were working on a harvest run up in Iowa, and um, that's which actually which made me make that final decision to go ahead and do music full time was losing her and realizing you know life's so short so well I've been out in Nashville it's been a healing journey for me and um, it's been an opportunity for me to write music about you know my experience and shed a little bit of her light and um, I've been able to dedicate like all the shows being out on the road tour and so it's been it's been nice getting to do that so I wrote this song though from her perspective and it's called Mr. Sunshine so and this one will be on the EP as well. Awesome. Nine times out of ten, Yeager would be riding shotgun. Wet nose out the window. Like an old dog will Any other day I'd be breaking and downshifting Dead stopping at a stop sign Before rolling up the hill In the cold November chill Being Mr. Sunshine We've been hanging out Where it's brighter than a diamond in
so can I. That was a great song. Thank you. It's thank very, you. it's very touching. Yeah, it is. I got chills. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, um, I got to write that with one of my favorite writers and also my producer. Really? So yeah, I was very excited about that, and I actually just wrote that this last year. Um, it took me so long because the accident happened in 2019 and I just, I couldn't find, you know, like the right song or mm -hmm. like the right thing to say, but I wanted it to be different, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was my main goal is making it different and not terribly sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it doesn't give the ring of like a sad song, but uh, the lyrics are there and it, yes. it's very touching. Yes. Like well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So what's the what's the EP going to be called? Can you say any of that yet? I haven't released that yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I still I still want to make that a surprise. Um, but I would love to share it with you. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to put a bleep like it sounds like she told us yeah. even though she really didn't yeah. tell us. <laughs> yeah. It is bleep. There you yeah. go. There you go and put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> um so you you mentioned earlier that you just recorded a music video. Yes. So I've always wanted to ask one of our artists, like, what goes into, like, making a music video? Like, how does the idea come about? You make it a story. Do you have it go along with the story? Like, what, what can you tell me about that? Yeah. So, it actually kind of took quite a bit of time and, like, conversation to figure that out. And I really struggled because I wanted to do something pretty simple but very meaningful because a lot of my music that I have is very like metaphorical, I guess, if you want to mm. say. So there's always, there's some form of metaphor in each thing that I sing about. Um, and I like to, I like to kind of have something that maybe means more than one thing, you know? So in the music video, I was super adamant about letting it be simple, but meaning so much more. Mm. So, I was lucky enough to figure out like my my day-to-day -day manager and I sat down on the phone and like we talked about it for hours and days and like because we it was kind of all last minute just thrown in together and just like we got to figure something out you know and we're getting really pressed for time and it's coming up so fast and with me being out on the road and everything it's just been kind of chaotic <laughs> but we finally came up with an idea and then we took that idea to the like video producer person that will be, you know, he puts all that together. Yeah. And they can kind of take what my thoughts and then we can take all of our thoughts together and kind of come up with something really special. So we, we did that. And then with this song too, luckily it kind of does mean, it means a lot of different things. It can relate to multiple different people and, um, you know, just it's called Hey Highway. I don't know if I said that yet, but okay. it's yeah. So when I sing it here in a little while, you guys can kind of get Perfect. an idea. We, we, we already know the third song. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that'll be the last one, yeah. and that'll be the one that will be released this coming next month in October. Sweet. I, I was I was fixing to ask you so, if it was a song that it was already out or if it was um, a, a new one off the new EP. But yeah, yeah, we don't. I have a I have a couple songs out, but. I haven't, I've been working really hard to kind of like find my sound, like my sound and figure out my style and who I am. And it took a while, like with writing to kind of get an idea of like what I wanted to present to the world. And I will tell you the EP is all about like 
my personal life at that okay that's, so, that, that's great yeah so real quick question i i see you have a, your guitar that you've been playing for the two songs we just did is there a story behind the guitar is it like, have any special meaning or um so actually this guitar i just got like a couple weeks ago really yes i've been wanting a gibson for a long time <laughs> <laughs> um the other guitar i had was my one and only guitar that i had but um my my management team helped me find a way to get a new one because my tailor just was kind of struggling it shows <laughs> the pickup was a little rough but <laughs> yeah so this one's brand new this is money baby there we go i love the color i don't yeah. what, what's that sunburst called i don't i don't know i think it's just called a sunburst okay i think that's what they call it <clears throat> so but yeah i told him i said now don't be getting anything too red because I got a song on my EP that says red don't look good on me. So <laughs> I can't be having anything too red. <laughs> she likes the orange, right? Yeah, there we go. There we go, yeah. I like them both, though, so nobody come after me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you said you used to, we were talking beforehand a little bit, you used to show pigs, right? Yeah, I showed pigs, I showed lambs, and that was it. So did, did you go to OIE, I'm guessing? Yes, okay. every year, okay. actually. Did you ever do anything big at OIE? Or? I, the only thing big I ever did at OIE was just show my lambs. <laughs> 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 I survived the week. Yeah. yeah. But, and I spent too gosh dang much money. <laughs> that is what I did. Yeah. So. Uh, I assume that you were an FFA. I was in both. I did 4-H, 4-H and FFA. FFA. Yep. Sweet. Did, so. did you do any like judging competitions? I did. I actually won a couple judging really? competitions what, uh, what, when I was younger. What uh, what judging? Um, for just like the whole like what do you mean? Like like what kind of judging was it? Livestock, poultry? Yes, it was all livestock. Oh, just livestock. yep. Okay. So, I never did poultry. I never got into yeah that, uh, grading the chickens. Grading no. the chickens. <laughs> the, there's a there's a ton of different uh, judging competitions that they have out there for FFA especially. <laughs> Like I did environment and natural resources judging. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Especially, especially yeah. an, like you animal. Whitey folks, welcome down to Bad Brad's Barbecue. <laughs> hey, stop looking at Gus. Stop it. Stop it. All right, folks. You see here, Jack is trying to throw some cornhole, and he just can't get it done. I just cannot hit anything today. I see that, Jagger. Man, you gotta have some bad Brad's. Play that crap in your under. Vernon always coming in clutch with the barbecue. Oh yeah, look at that bite, folks. All right, Jagger, let's see it. Look at that, Brad knows. Bad Brad's, where you can't help but be good. Like Jagger said, folks, Bad Brad's barbecue, where it's good to be bad. Animal identification, stuff like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that, 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 that's what I did. And then who, what, who was it talking about the dirt? Um, you remember? They were, they were like, um, I can't focus because when oh. we go out, it, I'll oh, be like walking it? around. I and forgot. Oh, man. I, 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 I know who you're talking about, but <laughs> yeah. I remember someone did land judging, and they were talking about like they were that really big so land judging. That is so interesting. Um, <laughs> How do you judge the land? That's a good so question. So I actually randomly did. They, who was that? I actually randomly did. I think they have range and land. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is, but um, I think I did one of the two. And because uh, I did this thing where I, if I wasn't, they didn't offer my competition there, I'd go, still go, but I just do a random competition. Yeah, it, it was so, Austin. Oh yeah, Austin Dixon, yeah, yeah. That, that that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but so I think I did land judging here uh, one time, 
it was in Stillwater, and it was basically they had like big like holes in the ground. Like you get down in there, like you get to feel like the dirt and like the layers, and you like say is this a, a clay loam or a sandy loam, stuff like that. And then interesting, like, yeah, it, it was kind of interesting, but I had no idea what I was doing. Everybody's like really serious about it, and they got their scantrons that they're filling out. I'm just <laughs> like, sc- I'm making designs on it. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm putting down here. How funny! Yeah, that is so. Cr- I, I mean, I'm a farm kid, so I feel like that would have been something I would have been super into. Like yeah. my little nerdy self going out there judging. I don't know how I would judge though. I don't probably know the difference between. I had no idea what the difference was. I'm like, it looks like dirt to me. (laughs) Is that an option? Is there an all of the above (laughs) I can just put it? put on there but i i wasn't sure i also did a i think i've told this one story a couple times but did uh, the business management one at in tulsa one time and i was like i was like yeah let's do that that sounds fun and people would go in there with like calculators and like pencils and writing stuff and i'm like i'm like i walk in there i didn't have a calculator at all i'm like i have no idea what this is people are like dang this kid don't even have a calculator i'm like yeah that's right that's right dead last dead last every single time i did a random one but it were fun Uh, it was fun just to see like what other people did with their time so yeah i never got i never did anything like that i probably would have liked it though being you know, I was a math kid. I love me some math. Finally, oh, I'm, a, I'm against the math. I, I'm I'm a math person as well. Yeah. I, I'm an engineering major here at Oklahoma. State. Oh, my brother was an engineering major really? here. Really? Yeah, here, here, he graduated here. from OSU. Uh, so. What what kind? Mechanical engineering. Mechanical. I'm yep. I'm mechanical engineering technology. So okay, pretty close. But it's kind of like the it's the dumb mechanical. <laughs> it's the people that aren't as smart as the regular MEs, so we do the MET so we can still get through. But, yeah. Hey, do whatever you got to do, man. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, I'm still going to be doing the same job. They just went through harder school than I did. Right. See, my and, brothers both graduated, and I never did, so I just consider myself, you know, the smart one because I just <laughs> didn't go through the whole thing. I'm like... You're like, have you ever played in Raleigh? No. <laughs> no. Exactly. Have what have you, you done? Have you ever been to the <laughs> Do you open for Wyatt Flores? No. <laughs> did you give did you give Wyatt your autograph? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um well we appreciate you coming by today. Um you wanna talk about this last song before you before you play it for us? Yeah, I'd love to. Um so we've we actually wrote this song. I got to write this song with one of my childhood, like, dream rights. So Billy Montana and I got um, – he. so Billy Montana wrote Suds in the Bucket. Okay. Really? And um, Bring on the Rain and multiple other, like, big hits that you guys would have heard about. Is, and is he kind of like – I'm sorry to interrupt. Is he kind of like Dean Dillon? I mean do, – do, do you know who D- Dean Dillon is? I don't <gasps> cut this out oh, of here because no. I, I I'm not big with it when it comes to any type of writers. Or so anything. Uh, that's okay. He he had a small um, like career in the '80s, but he wrote a lot of songs for George Strait, like all a lot. Okay, of those, like, then yes. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm not good with names, even when it comes to like actual artists, which is terrible and embarrassing. I know songs though. Yeah. Like I can hear a song. And as a musician, I probably shouldn't admit that. So maybe cut this part out. Yeah, we'll chop that out. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> no, but I, um, he he's like considered in my eyes like a legend, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And I got to meet him while being in Nashville, and he works through Curb. I've got to work with a lot of Curb writers over the past year, and well, year and a half. 
And um, also, the other kid that wrote with us, his name's Cole Miracle. He writes a, he writes with Wyatt also, and um, his wife is Cole and Kenzie Miracle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we met we met him, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I bet you guys did. have. Yeah. So his wife's the fiddle player for Wyatt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're great people and. On the last day of our retreat that we were on, we got paired up together, and I'd been talking to Billy, you know, all week, and Cole's, he was more familiar with, like, my final agenda for, I was actually working on a whole album, but we knocked it down to an EP, and I was just telling him, like, I I need some more songs that are upbeat, you know, I need a little bit more of a, Whatever happens, happens. It never happens, yeah. though, with me, because I'm just very so slow and sad. But um, <laughs> we finally, he was like, you know, I've been thinking, because you've been talking a lot about your journey and about how you've been going up back and forth and traveling from Medford to Nashville. And um, he's like, I just, I was just kind of thinking. And I'm, I'm usually the one that brings ideas into the room. Like, I'm real big on that. And... I kind of, I guess I just talked him into an idea, I, yeah. <laughs> if you want to say, yeah. because he came up with uh, with this title. He's like, what if you wrote a letter to the highway? And so he's like, so tell me some of your first, you know, like your first thoughts whenever you leave your house and that first feeling whenever you left Medford to, you know, a little small town to a huge city. Like all those little personal comments that he had you know, that you think of, or the, your first thoughts and your first, all the emotion behind it. And I was like, yeah, that's really neat. I was like, okay. So I just kind of started talking to him. I told him the story and one verse fell out and then the chorus fell out. And then the next verse fell out pretty, you know, and just, it just was able to tell the whole story of, of how I felt and how I still feel, you know, going back and forth. Cause it's been really hard for me. Um, leaving a small town and leaving yeah. so far away from your family and who you are and mm-hmm. um, so it's been it's been an interesting thing but the the best part about it is it also can relate to you know like to our journey just in life in general you yeah. know like your challenges the struggles that come along with everything and so which goes back to the music video I kind of put some of that stuff in there so sweet but this one's called Hey Highway are y'all ready for it? We're ready. We're always ready. Okay. (laughs) I might have to adjust myself here, so. Hey, highway. It's just you and me out here. Don't judge me that I keep looking in that rear view mirror. It's more than town mama cried when i left it it ain't just a quick stop off of one of your exits you think it is you really don't get it no you got it all figured out you know right where you're going you were thinking about turning around as you pull out the driveway and you don't know how it feels to hold on nothing but the wheel of a packed up eastbound hammer down Chevrolet. Hey, highway. Hey, 
sleep last night. And I'll let you in on one little secret. But you gotta promise that you're gonna keep it. I'm a lot more scared than I showed those people back home. You got it all figured out. You know right away. Fantastic. I, now I can't wait to see the music video. I know. That's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for co coming on and sitting down with us today. Thank you guys for having me. Yes. Uh, uh, do you have any like uh, merch, um, tour dates, anything like that you want to plug? Social media? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, please follow me on Caitlin Killian Music. Um, I love love followers and being able to... <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yes. Being able to... Uh, share whenever my music comes out too i'm really looking forward to sharing it with everybody and giving y'all some hints whenever stuff's going to be dropping and uh i have tiktok instagram all that so give me follow and uh my next show dates i have a couple more show dates coming up with wyatt to in december and that will be in atlanta georgia so we'll be out there december 14th and 15th i'm pretty sure okay. And then I'll be playing the Dodge City Rodeo this weekend. So if anybody's going to be around for that, um, Dodge City, Kansas. So, um, but other than that, I probably just some pop-up stuff, whatever comes about within, yeah. in between time. And yeah. I've been on the road, so I've been kind of trying to slow down a little bit before the holidays. And yeah. yeah. So um, also I do have some merch. I'm about to post my new <laughs> merch um, that I just got for tour on my socials so be looking out for that too sweet yeah for sure so awesome. well we really appreciate you taking time to stop by so yes. yeah well thank you guys it's thank nice you. meeting you yeah we'll have to do it again sometime yeah, yeah i'd love sure. that awesome thank you thank you